Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I am fine, thank you. I am extra fine because I visited the finest curator at oh. the finest museum this week. Oh, I think I know, I know. who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who I mean. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I know. Well, in fact, it was you, mm. your very self. Yes. Oh, it was so much fun, Beatrice. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it was really fun for me. It's so nice to, you know, I've spent the last few weeks doing other stuff. And or last, oh, it's like the last two months actually doing other stuff, mm. not being in the store much. So it's actually nice to oh. get, you know, actually get some things out and look at some stuff. Sort of remind myself why I'm, yes. doing, why I'm doing this, yeah. actually. So <laughs> No, it was nice. lovely because it, it was like my, my MA documenting fashion students it was like our first visit together to a museum storeroom and I think that's always special and they're such a nice group and it I don't know it just it inspires students so much meeting you and hearing you talk about the collections it's just brilliant oh that's nice and I love the theme the dresses autobiography is so interesting isn't it yeah it's really interesting although when you know well it definitely is interesting so I'm just when I thought about what to take out I suddenly thought Hmm, it's autobiography, not biography. Um, and then yes. I suddenly thought about, you know, did these people would you know would they have wanted to be represented like that, or did they consciously? I don't know. I just got my knickers in a twist for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it is, it is, it kind of it's both autobiography and biography, isn't it? Because in a way, everything we choose to wear is our autobiography but yes it's then reinterpreted by the curator and Mm. the viewer and I also yeah it did make me wonder about myself and and also how yeah well partly I thought about you know over the whole trajectory of my life things have changed quite a bit I mean at this particular Mm. point there are certain things like trainers that would probably you know feature prominently but they didn't always and no so that yeah that so there's this sort of change which I guess we don't often capture in them in oh, the I, th- I think you did with with um some of the things that you were showing us that they seem to really reference a particular point in someone's life or like I, th- I think it's just a really interesting idea because it's also like you say it's not conscious so it so it's like, like if you wrote your own autobiography, you, you know, everybody kind of edits it and tells it the way they want yeah. to tell, don't mm, they? Yeah. And in a way, I was thinking, because I was thinking afterwards and we were talking, the students and I, about, about what the museum ends up having. Because mm. obviously, you never get someone's complete everything they had in their wardrobe or their entire life you always get a selection which is either what they've chosen that they think is important or their ancestors have or there's always some mediation, isn't mm, there? Yes. I, I think it's I think it's just really fascinating. I mean, I really loved the first one. the Because you had, was it five different people's, things from five different yeah, people? Yeah, I think it might have been five or six. So the mm. first one, yeah, Lady Fox. Yeah, I just, because I really... <laughs> I mean, I, you had such great research. It was so good that you had your amazingly gigantic iPad, first yes. of all. That was impressive. That was I actually, was like, that was a fantastic legacy from Tim. 
Oh, really? Yes, yes. Well, I just thought, wow, this Mm. woman is serious. She has a very big (laughs) iPad, not just your usual run-of-the-mill iPad. Yeah. Um, But it was really great that you had photographs of her at different stages of her life and in different contexts. And it was really good. You were good that you didn't tell the students and I anything at at first, or you you were trying to get us to guess what she was like from Mm. the clothes. yeah. Um, and I really like that she kind of had her own style. She definitely that she's had. buying to her own style. And I, what I really like about her is that she frequents or is the patron of or customer of different different couturiers. I th- I do yes. think that is quite unusual. Uh, I think often from I don't know even now I feel people can buy high end fashion. They seem to. I don't know. Sometimes you get the impression from what I read about that that mm. they they prefer certain designers. Yeah. But she really, you know, she had Russell, Stiebel, Hartnell, Lanva, Chanel. Uh, I, I'm not sure about Amos. Maybe not. Um, but that I thought that was really really interesting. That yes, she that all. she's kind of, and also that that there were some things that were clearly made by a local dressmaker yes. mm. I mean a good one yes but, but so that she's she seems very she seems I don't know if this is the right way of putting it but it's like she seems very in control of her wardrobe like it it she, it seems very kind of like she knows herself she knows what she likes what works for her she knows what colors she likes and it's it's kind of it's which designers or brands or whatever are offering those things do you see what I mean Mm. rather than her thinking oh I've bought Peter Russell before so he'll he'll work for me I mean I suppose with some people they develop a really close relationship with the couturier yeah that's true um like one of the other ones I took out um, that apparently was the case yeah that within in Lady Fox's case I don't quite know but she I'm sure she was someone, you know, the fact that she went to Stiebel within the first half year. Yeah. I'm sure she was someone who looked at fashion magazines and really tried to keep abreast of what what was going on, um, because he was yes, really the young, like the young sort of modern person when he started. And I mean, I think he got successful quite quickly, but still. Yeah. That, I thought that was interesting. You know, like what you say about the colors, she seems to really like browns and blues and sort of more muted yes. colors um and oh my goodness the Fortnum and mason ski suit yes it's great that is off the chart yeah no it's really i think nice. all of my students and i want that <laughs> i want that too yeah. the jacket like if someone would just make me that jacket yeah. that would be a very happy thing for me maybe i it's should so beautiful i should suggest it to uh um, the person who deals with what we've got in the shop, we should really have. Yes. Them. Yeah. Oh, but we don't want everyone having it. We want that's a like, true. you know, mm. a little bit of ex- exclusivity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. No. Um, because it's just so special, and and I love, like, when you showed us like the inside of that and the trousers, because because there's the jacket, the trousers, the skating skirt. Yes. Of course. <laughs> And I love it that it comes from Fortnum and Mason because you know I love Fortnum and Mason. Yes. I love Andrea, I love Sarah who worked there. It's great. And I really like, like, I don't know if I can explain it probably, but I really like the way that the jacket fastens so that 
there's like sort of pieces of material between each bit so that you're kept warm. Yes, no, it really is functional. It's a proper functional. Yes. Um, the jacket is and the trousers are functional and the way the skirt is made with lots of parts that just slightly flare towards the bottom to give that yes. sort of nice shape that allows you to skate. No, it's, it's really, really well. subtle, mm. but it's really, really chic as well. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think chic is a really good word for her. And the, yeah. I think so. Yeah. No, it's a very it's like a sophisticated approach to dressing, definitely. But but relaxed, like she's got her nice sportswear. Mm. Um she's really active. So she really seems because what I can't remember when was she born, Lassie? Oh, I've forgotten that now, but um was she she like, married in the early, in the very early thirties. I think that's okay. when her husband became an MP, and when she suddenly appears in a lot of magazines. So Did you I think suspect, she's like in her twenties, in the thirties? Uh, yes, yes, I think that's probably it. Um, I'll yeah. just look her up. I, yeah. No, just I was trying to think that the ski suit, and you showed us nineteen oh six. She was born. Okay, yes. So that makes so like she's young when. The ski suit you bought, you, you bought us, you see, that's my fancy. <laughs> the ski suit you just gave me randomly. Yeah. Um, the tennis outfit, which is fantastic. And that fantastic, I really, that skirt suit that you showed us, I just, I just thought, oh my God, this is like all my favorite fashion photographs and illustrations come to life. Because there's so many like fashion illustrations of, you know, women at the races mm. where they're wearing those incredible like little clipped jackets and the way it was all grige. It was all like, you know, that great, the kind of grige blouse that's herringbone. So you've got like a texture to it with colored buttons and then the little jacket with the belt, a nice skirt that's like lean but swoopy at the bottom. It's just so much of that era. It's like totally. I can imagine her hair, her hat, her shoes, everything. And the, all the diagonals as well that are going yes. on with the stripes and the, the seams at, on the sleeve. And yeah, you could really, that is a really good suit. That's true to show someone this is this is the 30s. Yeah, it really is. Wear. It's like, mm. yes, exactly. And I kind of, yes, I'm going to see if I can find any that, that really speak to that one because I think there would, I can just picture like, Eric illustrations, yes. you know, like three women at the races True, that just yeah. look like that. It's it's so good, and I think it like it's really interesting that you've got that, and then you've got the Peter dress, Russell dress, which is that a bit later. I can't remember the date of that one. I'm not sure. I think it maybe maybe later thirties. I would think. Yeah, I, I think the same decade. But yeah, later. Mm. and that and the it was so interesting. I think for the students and for me to see how like the suit is dressmaker so it's really nicely made but then when you see the couture the peter russell couture dress which is also a striped fabric you can see how a couturier really makes the most of the stripes and the way it's got like every stripe matched up where things are on the bias and things so that you get really interesting pattern on the pockets and the yoke and the back of the dress yeah that's right so she it's almost like they they want to show off almost I think the pockets yes. are almost 
partly there they probably weren't you know they you could you could have used them but it wouldn't have looked very nice if you put a lot no. of them maybe your hands I guess maybe you could I, I, I don't yeah, know I mean I want those pockets put on everything I own yeah they, they would be really useful but I'm not sure whether you would have used them they're almost more there to show yeah we can match small yes. small stripes up perfectly yeah don't you worry about that we can do that <laughs> yeah no she yeah she's that good. dress is just gorgeous and I really I just love all those pictures, but they all from the National Portrait Gallery, or some of them were, weren't they? The the ones of her older is a whole series, funnily enough, by Bassano. Um, oh, yes. your old friend. So they're from the late seventies. Um, I'm. I have a feeling. I I can't remember now. I have a feeling something happened at that point. Right. Why, why she would have had all these, but I can't remember what it was. So they're they're from the NPG, and the others are just from variety of of different right. yeah different places so from one was from vogue so that was by accident that was really lucky just to find her in vogue yes um and the others yeah were just found i just found them oh yeah one there i had a few which were clippings from her supporting her husband oh um, right when he was an mp when he was trying to become her so gifford um so gifford and she's called myra um, when Myra. he was trying to become an MP uh, successfully, and those clippings came from her daughter, very kindly. Yeah, they have some clipping books, scrapbooks. So she sent me photos. So oh, yeah. that's nice. Mm, yeah, because no, they, they really are just amazing to see. I mean, you're so good at doing research. You are the ultimate at doing research to find out these things. And I especially loved your little maps that you've got with dots of, you know, where they frequented different oh, yeah. dress shops and things. Those are, those are just masterpiece level. <laughs> I love them. Master, master nerd level, I think they are. I, but, but, oh my God, that's what we want. It's like, I just, I just feel, yeah, Beatrice is the boss. She's got the maps. Have you got maps? No. <laughs> I They're hope we can do something with that in the new museum. You know, I think it makes they would be insane not to use your yeah. maps. Yeah, yeah. I think it should makes... be, that should be what you see as you come in. Mm. A big cutout model of you <laughs> pointing at your map. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do you remember from your visit? What apart from the maps? Yes. I also, of course remember lady delamere and just i mean best she if if the first if lady lady fox wins most coherent and coordinated wardrobe yeah mm-hmm. and gets the chic award yeah lady delamere gets the most kind of i don't know how to even put it like i don't know like double image within one person true. double identity within that one person true, yeah. because when we saw that, like, it was so funny the way you put it out. Like, the first thing we saw was the kind of green tweed, but there was, like, a hint, if we'd realised, that the green is quite bright. Yes. Like, a green tweed, like, a really sensible, I'm striding out in the countryside, British tweed jacket, skirt, and knickerbocker. So there's kind of hints. Yeah. And then next to it, there's those, like, clear plastic with a big circle of green rhinestone shoes and then glittery shoes and then it kind of just goes on from there and you kind of see how her daytime self is you know hunting shooting fishing 
and then nighttime she is just party yeah non-stop mm. just crazy yeah and her life is so insane i mean not insane but just like it just she just seems to be at the center of all these scandals and yeah she is quite incredible and yeah there is so much written about about her um but it, what I find with her, what I find most interesting is how, yeah, exactly like you say, how you could present different versions of her quite easily. Um, yes. Yeah, that's because that was something that was so fascinating that you said that, that I was then talking about with the students afterwards about how, as a curator, you have to really think about how you're presenting mm. someone and kind of being true to them. Because, yes, if you just showed her night stuff, her nighttime clothes, you would just think of her in a completely different way. Because yeah. the, the dress you showed us as well, the daytime dress, was really just like, you would just think, oh, that's just a sensible lady in her dress. You wouldn't really think about it at all. Yeah. And it's interesting that it's Amos doing both. Yes. So he does. It's very funny. Yeah, he does. But, but the then sensible. when you think about it, I think his evening wear, I'm, I'm going to try and think of a polite phrase. It's quite out there in an mm. unrefined manner, if I can put it like that. I think he... it's not. It's not the taste of Lady Fox. No, no, it's not. Not at that no. point. I think. No. So the clothes would have probably been from the sort of, I guess, late sixties to yeah. the seventies, and I think in the seventies he really goes with the kaftan, yes. flowing chiffon vibe. Even for the Queen, I think he does a few things like that <laughs> the queen in a movie um but i mean because just tell me just remind me because i was trying to tell adrian afterwards how she's connected to like the white mischief stuff because is it her husband who's no she so no. she she's she's in she's comes from hove i think and she then moves to um london where she has supposedly has this bar i never quite got to the bottom of that i and mean that's fabulous in that's itself. good and it's she, like she might have been a model for peter russell but again i've never been able to verify that and then yeah. she marries a musician i think and that doesn't last long and then she goes with her first, her second husband to kenya and they, i think they marry on the way and then when they arrive, she almost immediately starts to have an affair. And the person she has the affair with, Lord Errol, um, he he is the one who gets shot. Wow. And her husband is, is a suspect, but she's, she sticks with him during the trial. And he's he's not found guilty, but then they separate. Wow. And, and of course, the, the kind of most mind-blowing thing that he showed us was her... I mean, how do you even describe her? Her kind of yellow and grey psychedelic chiffon over silk jumpsuit with sort of floaty ostrich feathers number. Yeah, no, is that that is that's probably the most out there thing that, that she is has. insane. But then, that if is you just are crazy brilliant, if you are cruising on the Dalmatian coast. What else of course, you, you want psychedelic ostrich yeah. yeah. exactly. and, and yet, I mean, all her all her evening shoes are like as sparkly as is humanly possible. Well, all so the she shoes, clearly wants to stand out. Yeah, all the all the shoes that we have, and we, I think, yeah, we only have evening shoes. I don't think there's a single one that doesn't have either some rhinestones or the gold leather or 
you know, that they all have a bit of sparkle. Um, and she does like the plastic, the see-through plastic. We have, <laughs> we have some sandals. I'm quite sure they're all have see-through plastic. Wow. Yeah. And I love that she had some from Rain, you know, yeah, the appointed majority. by the royal family, mm. and then she has Chelsea Girl. Yeah, yeah. So you feel she was like, like in my head, it's like she was just walking past and, and she's like a magpie. If she I sees glitter on a pair of shoes. It's funny you should say that. That's how I imagine it. And I think she lived near the King's Road somewhere. But I, again, I'm right. not, I might misremember. I might misremember. It's a but, while but, I got... I was super obsessed with her for a while, but... It, well, I'm yeah. not surprised. It's mm. like... I'm not the only clothes, one, yeah. No, I mean, it's like they just lead you on this journey of this person. You know, she clearly had a really turbulent life, and it's like her clothes are kind of a sanctuary, both in terms of being very sensible and kind of, okay, I am completely together, slash I am out of control, <laughs> and I'm in floaty ostrich feathers. I think also she apparently... She really looked forward to planning her wardrobe. So apparently once That's the so nice. once the season was over, she was already starting to think, you know, what 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 we can, what can we do next year? And Excellent. I think Hardy Amis was like a, a friend, so you know, he wouldn't always be there if clients come, but with her he definitely would be. Um so, you know, she was she she I think her wardrobe was was a big thing. Well, obviously, yes. it was a big thing for her. I don't need to I say mean, that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we were talking. The students and I were talking about the the jumpsuit slash mini dress slash ostrich feathers, and like we were saying that it works because she was older when she wore it. Like it it works as an older lady mad outfit. Because I think if you saw a younger person in that, you'd just be thinking, "Oh my goodness, why are you wearing those colours? That shape, the trousers, the flares, the." everything but as an older woman it's like this amazing bold statement yeah I guess so I think when I first saw that and I I, I again it took me a while you know to get everything out and then see mm. the whole lot together I've only really done that very recently I I think with a few things I saw I did I did at first thought it might have been someone a bit younger so I right. was interested that you immediately thought it was from an older person but then I also had the other suit there the more boring one yeah but there's something about I don't know but there's I, something about the proportions and the colors and the yeah I, think I don't the know colors like, do yeah the so. colors and mm. it, because I don't know there was just something about it that I just thought that's an, an like that's an older person wearing and I mean, maybe I also was... the ostrich feathers maybe if they weren't there yes it would be quite a different thing it would. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. No, once I, I, you, you know, all, I think once you all said it, it made sense. Yeah. Yeah, but you would think that. Um, so that was that was super interesting. And then I really, the one that the that all of us again really just loved because it was just so touching. What he said about it was the man's Burton yeah. suit. I was really glad that you'd got out like ordinary people as well yeah. as aristocratic dress, and it's just. Oh my goodness, it's just lovely. Yeah, I just so love his account, and you never know what you get. And I think he he and we we have been given a Playboy bunny outfit by oh yeah by the former Playboy bunny, and she wrote a three three or four page account wow. of what 
a what she had to you know all the other things that went with it that she had to wear two t- tights on she didn't have to yes. wear two tights but she did be- they all did because it made your legs look better yeah and and all sorts of other things and her account is amazing and i think his as well they're just you know sometimes you ask people to write something and then and then it's it's you know i say I, you know i need some dates and i think it's partly also i guess now i ask you know what did you feel yeah you know how did it make you feel uh, what was it like to wear it and sometimes you know people say oh it's so long ago i can't remember but these two i didn't ask that um but they and with a bunny outfit it's slightly different but with him i just love that that he said he felt like a, the sharpest bloke sharpest bloke on the blog or on the street or something he's got yeah, this impression it's just the best, because it's like he's talking to you Mm. And you get such a kind of sense of what a nice person he is. Yeah. Like he just seems so genuine. And I loved because was it is it 1975? He went to Burton's with his dad. Yeah, is that right. And he was 15, and he'd saved up for this suit. And like that on its own is marvelous. Yeah. But then it's this really nice, like navy with a faint pinstripe. Yes. Yes. And I really loved that his dad wouldn't let him have turn-ups. Yes. I love that, like, turn-ups symbolised for his dad some, you know, that was some going step too far. too far. Yeah. Whereas and already how... it's got this really wide waist, deep waistband, yes. which is unusual, and it's it's ever so slightly flared, and it, it's got these sort of pointy 40s lapels. So it's... I don't know. I'm, I mean, maybe I, I, I should really look at other suits from the period. But to me, it always, it already looks a little bit exaggerated. Um, but the turnips, yeah, they're turnips, not turnips, the turnips. They were apparently, yeah, one step too far for his dad. I know. And doesn't doesn't he say in his description that he kind of knew in his mind that he wanted the lapels a certain way yes, and everything? Yeah, yeah, he'd seen this. Well, he was at St. James's, I think it's oh, St. James's yes, I'd Park, forgotten that. and he saw this and... bank, well, he thought it was someone working in a bank, which, who wore a suit like that with platform, platform I shoes. I mean, I think everyone wore platform shoes. I guess shoes. so, I don't know. So, and he thought he was, yeah, he and uh, yeah, I think someone with an umbrella, I don't think he mentions a, what's that hat called? Boulder. Oh yeah, it's called a me- melona, like a melon. I always want to say melon. Oh yeah, in German it's yeah. melona. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think he mentions that, but yeah, maybe that might gave him the impression it was someone working in a bank. And I guess there are. It could have been a banker. Anyway, yeah, that's what made him want want to have that suit. Um, but it's so. It's like it's just such a perfect insight into like the mid seventies, into like teenage boys wanting like a more grown-up idea of themselves and it, it's just so good and yeah he just he just describes it all so brilliantly yeah I should I, I I will dig out his I'll see whether I can get in touch and just maybe get any old picture of him because he definitely Please, didn't tell him he's, he's <laughs> yeah. our favorite and we all want to know he definitely so don't didn't have one of him in the suit but that doesn't really matter. But hopefully. just to see yeah. any picture of him mm. would be great yeah. because because you have such an idea of him in your mind mm. and it would just be really interesting. But, all, yeah, the other thing I think, like you just said, also this experimental nature of it and then he he got some platforms, but he didn't wear them very often and it's, you know, he's trying out something. He wants to be, 
particular person and it doesn't entirely work out but yeah the fact that he keeps it for so long because it obviously was really really important and yeah it really symbolizes this really important moment in his life Mm. oh it's so good yeah no it's it's one of my favorites that one yeah yeah because I'm I'm bringing my undergraduates aren't I later this term yeah to see and that one's for the senses Mm. yeah oh no I think it's actually that's. I think I'm actually coming with the MAs again. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, no, I think I'm coming and we're going to look at ready-made clothes. Oh yeah, so that'd be with good. With the MAs, yeah. so that will be fun. So it'd be the yeah. same group. So it'd be nice that they've seen these ones and then they'll see. Yeah, yeah, because it was things. a bit. It was a bit couture heavy. Um, but I think that's. I think it was just so interesting, and it's like I'll have to send you the reading that they did for it, which. It's like the Lisa Cohen, you know, my just favourite Lisa Mm. Cohen. I love her. Um, It's like this beautiful article on Virginia Woolf that's like Virginia Mm. Woolf herself, but then short stories where she talks about dress a lot. And then another article she wrote on Madge Garland. And then this really interesting essay, which I think is like late, like late 80s, early 90s by someone called Iris Young, where it's like she's, saying like theories of the male gaze and like phallocentric theory just doesn't encompass how she feels about fashion and how she looks at fashion imagery or how she feels wearing clothes and what clothes have meant in her life and so it's her trying to find a way to think about these things in a sort of complex philosophical way but but from a female point like a truly female point of view Mm. which i like a lot yeah i'd love to see that yeah, I'll send it to mm. you, definitely. Well, Beatrice, well, it was marvellous. Well, it was marvellous. It was lovely to see you and to meet the and students. You. Yes, they're so nice. Yeah. And I'll, well, I'll, I'll see you before that. Yes. But then I we'll hope. be back again in a few weeks for yeah. more excitement. And okay. maps. And maps, okay. Remember, I'm still going to Okay, want maps. yeah, there You'll will be maps. Just, it, you can just make them up, but oh. I want maps. Yeah, no, there'll be maps, I promise. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.